Oh my gosh, everyone. Hi. We were having we some <laughs> difficulties. Um, welcome, everybody, to Ravenloft Misfits, Misfit Monday. Uh, I'm Johnny. I'm the DM for a list of the cast names, socials, pronouns, all that good stuff. Check out the chat or the episode description. Uh, we stream each Monday at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. So make sure to follow us, subscribe to our channel, participate in the chat, join our Discord, do all the things... Share it with your friends, help us grow, and if you're listening on the podcast version, consider rating our channel five stars because you know you you know you want to. Vaughn deserves five stars. Let's be real. Yeah. Every five star that we get counts as one of Vaughn's needed validations to overcome their trauma. So you know, do it. It's the same for me as well. <laughs> so do it double times. Oh, right. Also, uh, at the end of last episode, I think we were at like 89 or eight, yeah, 8,900 or something listens on our mm-hmm. on our podcast. And now I would like to say. Are we all far nine? I'm rolling. You just can't hear. 9,200. So we passed Whoa. the 9,000 mark. We're almost at 10,000. Get us to 10,000. Give us five stars. That's going to help us out. That's the best way you could do it and share it with your friends and do all the things. Oh, Anyways, numbers. with that aside, um, two things that I would like to uh, bring up first uh, being Zach is sick, unfortunately. So Zach has missed his very first session <gasps> out of all Whoa. of the 45, pre- like 44 previous episodes this is the first session that Zach has missed. Crazy, but unfortunately he is very sick. So he has taken a rest day and we will see him next week. I can't um, believe he was so chill about us playing. He should have been right? playing. Like, yeah, he should have been go. it's all good. protecting Holy his perfect crap. attendance. Right. <laughs> Thanks for gifting so many subs. That just wow. like popped up off my on my screen. Thank you for that. That's awesome. Yeah. Rot Cruise 6, the goat. Jeez, awesome. Um, t- back to what the second thing, right? Uh, <laughs> the second thing is that Bella is going to be taking a step away from the stream for a little bit. We're not entirely sure when she's going to be coming back, but we will keep you in- updated on that. And when she does, you will all see her jump up on the screen once more. Just wanted to put that out there. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind going forward. Outside of that, our sponsors. First, we would like to thank uh, Roll20 for being supporters of the campaign. Uh, They have been supporters of this campaign ever since episode one. If you want a great way to connect with all your friends to do any TTRPG, D&D, Pathfinder, Fiasco, Alice is Missing, anything that you can think of, Roll20 is a great place to do it. Check out a link in the chat and the episode description for that. And the second sponsor that we would like to thank is Sirenscape. Sirenscape we have been using also ever since episode one. It has given us fantastic moments, uh, created dynamic atmospheres for battle and serious discussions and all the things in between. If you want to check out Sirenscape and also support our channel, You can check out the link in the episode description or in the chat right now. You get Sirenscape, we get support, and we both have Sirenscape and it's good to go for everybody. So check it out. 
That's uh, music to our ears. It is. Oh. It is music to our ears. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> outside of that, we're we're still raising money for the Trevor Project. If you want to check that out, you can do exclamation point pride in the in the chat, and there's also a link in our episode description. So keep that in mind as well. So, with all of that aside, a recap of last session, episode forty four, fighting Babalasaga. Last episode, you did what? Fought Babalasaga. Uh, wow, yeah. what an intense battle that was. There was ups, there was downs, there was lefts and rights, and oh my god, I got scared. There was a lot of I downs. Thought, I there thought it was going to be bad. <laughs> there was a lot of downs. They were all say, on the floor. I would say all Anya twice. We had two downs left. Anya twice. <laughs> Vaughn, and then Once. Beatrice, yeah. and then... I think that was, that was the most... Oh, the and dragon the skull, skull fell down. Can't forget, the skull. Can't forget yeah. that. Just overall, a crazy fight. Uh, Vaughn, you cleared 30 feet to grab onto the skull. Uh, Katya Misty I'm, stepped I'm up. It was amazing. You casted Dispel Magic, dealing a lot of damage to Baba the Saga, but also a lot of damage to Katya and Vaughn. Uh... Finally, at the very end of all of this, Arxis was given a haste spell, and you cl- you were able to close the gap, killing Babala Saga with nothing else but a fucking natural 20. What a way to end it. Thanks, uh, Dark Caters. And you then entered Baba's hut, finding a few new magic items. Uh, Beatrice, you were looking for some sort of a key outside of Barovia, However, you came up empty-handed. Speaking of empty-handed, Vaughn tried to rescue their brother. However, they found that the child was actually an illusion. Uh, Katya was able to retrieve the gem from underneath that illusory crib, and you rescued the Martikovs, regrouping on dry land, and that is where we are going to start tonight's session with each of you making your way back towards that cluster of cottages, the flying dragon skull embedded in the mud, the sounds of the swamp still very much present. But one of the things that you do notice is that the heavy fog that was once covering this entire swamp is starting to dissipate slightly. There's still fog. It's just not as dense as before. It seems that Killing Babala Saga had released some sort of dark hold she had over this area. But with that, what would you all like to do? We're I mean, trudging back through that muck at this point, or we're back. I figure at the... that you guys are already on the dry land at this sure. point. Yeah. Um, Arxis will uh, take up the rear. He's gonna. He's gonna have all the like non-fighty people in the middle all okay. the ones that we just rescued uh, and he's gonna be behind them okay. um, just in case anything goes off yeah um, nothing, also nothing like happens that, when you travel um it it he doesn't fully come out of his like weird form like it's it's still kind of there, 
And what can you give us a description of what that looks like? Just so we know exactly what we're looking at. Yeah, his horns kind of like um, they kind of curl around his head, but mm-hmm. instead they straightened out and kind of went straight up. In, Almost in looking like, like devil horns. A flaming, mm. a flaming crown in between them, um, and his eyes turned. Um, one eye was pitch black, and the other one was pure white. Um, it's receded some. The horns have gotten shorter. Um, they don't wrap around his head anymore, though. They're still kind of pointed. Um, they're back to their normal size, but just straightened out, basically. Um, and his eyes have returned to normal. He had these, like, purple eyes, but there's this tint to them that wasn't there before. I feel like Leyland is probably, like, I'm not going to roleplay for her, but I feel like she's definitely, like, keeping a close, like, right off her father's shoulder. Yeah, there was a there was a comment I I had RP'd her at the end of last session where she was like, "What the hell was that?" Pretty mm-hmm. much to her dad, mm-hmm. and I think it was brushed off. So she yeah. would very much just walk up to you and just look at you and say, "What's going on?" It's like you're not uh, yourself. I don't. We have to get these people back home. <sighs> Go brushing it off again. And then she's just gonna walk away. He just as he as he walks away, he just mutters under his breath that I do these things to protect you. Are you doing it loud enough for her to hear? Uh it's almost like he wanted to. So may, maybe. Okay. I'll do I'll do <laughs> um, a perception check. Maybe involuntarily, but like Let me open up her stats because I rolled a 12. And I'm yeah, it was kind of like sure a half-heartedly, like, I want to say this, but also like a... Sure. I'm pretty sure she would have heard because I rolled a 12 and she's wisdom-based, so I'm sure her And she got those werewolf high. ears. I believe that she has too. a plus, flo- plus four base wisdom. I believe. Uh, I believe so, too, yeah. Oh, no, plus three. Um, mm. But plus seven on perception which gives her a 19. So she, as you say that, she kind of stops. And then she looks at you and says, I don't need your protection. So whatever this is, figure it out. You may not need it, but I will always give it. Yes. Now she walks away. I sort of go closer to Leyland at some point. My dear, I could always, and I do like a little bit of a flicker with some arcane mm-hmm. instruments, try and figure something out. I don't know if you would take kindly to that, but I could try and identify what, if he is affected by anything. You can do that? I can try. Do you think he'd be a... I don't think he'd be perceptive. I'll keep that in mind. I do fancy taking a watch tonight. You know, I'm feeling like taking a watch too. And I sort of 
incline my head and step back over to where I'm just like laying out the hole, starting to get things ready for an evening. I hesitate. I've been keeping a little distant from Vaughn since the cabin. Vaughn's been a little distant just in general <clears throat> since leaving the cabin. Thought you would be nearby, but fucking tired because yeah. she got knocked unconscious twice in this battle, so she's yeah. gonna just kind of sit next to you, just keeping a hand on you, Vaughn. I think Vaughn is, like, fully, like, laying flat on the ground, looking at, like, a very sad, wilting, like, weed that's coming out of the ground. Katya's laying right next to you with her hand on you. Is there, and speaking to no one in particular, is there any concern now that Babla Saga is gone that others might harass us? Or are these... Do we know if these lands are particularly safe? I say, and I'm like very pointedly not quite looking at Vaughn, but clearly right. asking them. There are a few other witches, I believe. I don't think we've dealt with them all. And there are the snakes. But there are water snakes. They don't go on land, I think. Uh, I suppose we will need to take watch. Um, I'm making sure I know actually know this thing. Okay. Never mind. Okay. Nope. <laughs> Do I know? Would the scarecrows still be active with mom gone? So. <laughs> You don't know 100%, mm-hmm. but I mean, it would be safe to say that since the, the hut stopped, yeah. most likely those did too. Mm. So. There might be some funny little straw men, but I don't know if they are still around or not. Good to know. I'm gonna check this for useful items before we... And I sort of just peel back, receding into the different witches' areas, since we didn't really explore this area. Sure. But Um, more just an excuse to get away for a second. Sure. As you kind of walk around this cluster of cottages, it's you begin to see all sorts of items of the occult. Frog legs, small tiny bird skulls, and little femur bones of unknown animals, and, you know, fingers of unknown origin, and the list goes on and on. Uh, Rat's tail, yada yada. You find cauldrons and... The typical witch type of stuff. Uncivilized. Uh, But you are able to find a spot that's a little off from the main area where everybody is staying. That's relatively private. I pick through a couple of these items passively more than actively actually looking for anything valuable. Not really. Until I come to, like, just a thought. 
just looking down at some dumb, just backwoods crap. I cannot be stuck here. Just sort of like swipe like the cane across some makeshift bullshit altar, sending stuff clattering against the wall. I like stomp really heavily on some stupid frog leg. And then I exhale. Adjust the hat. Kind of touch up my appearance. Getting the last of the mud off of it again. And then I exit back out of the cottages, making my way back to the group. Nothing valuable unless anyone fancies frog legs for dinner, and I might not recommend it. They look a little bit rotten. Yeah. Frog legs are a tasty street sometimes, though. But yes, not rotten ones. Rot on things adds an interesting flavor profile to them, I feel. Uh, Leyland, just <laughs> quick sigh. You know, the more you say, the more I'm just, you know, slightly, slightly disgusted, but then also very curious about how you came to eat uh, rotten frog legs. Um, I, I mean, I did, I did. The majority of the things I ate were either scraps that uh, that I someone else left behind, or that uh, a, a, an animal got too close to my cage, and I kind of I've got long arms. No, oh, I'm sorry. Hmm. Perhaps I can cook something once we get to a place with a suitable kitchen. No, I'm quite I'm... known for my waffles. I don't know what that is. You will. Oh. Incredible. I love uh, learning things. Katja just puts it, a hand up. And they are very good. And then puts a hand back down. If it would make everyone more comfortable, I will talk less about my life. No, no. No. You, you talk as much about your life as you want to. Yeah, I... I Leyland, yeah, I, I... I think it's better... If you talk about your life that way, we're, you know, kind of desensitized to this kind of stuff. Mm. I think it'd be better. And you could, you know, talk about it and everything. If people don't want to hear it, then they don't need to. No, no. I eat the dandelion in front of me. (laughs) I just like... (laughs) (sighs) It got a little awkward. I didn't mean for that to happen. Do we have, uh, is there a cart somewhere? I'm going to start looking for something that can hold these sickly people or. Go ahead and do a perception check. Yeah. Are they like conscious or are we just like (laughs) carrying them? What's up with them? How many are in our group now? So in the group, there are three Martikovs, Leyland, Katya, uh, Esmeralda, and then the three of you. And then two swarms so of ravens? Nine. And then ravens that have already flown off. Okay. Yeah. Nine and five of those are capable fighters. 
Right. Okay. Adrian is a capable fighter, but he's not as strong as you guys. Six. 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 Right. Yeah, because Esmeralda as well. Yeah. Esmeralda. Yeah. Five PCs plus her. Right. Yeah. And a nine on that perception check. Not the most perception. So it makes sense. This place is nothing but rot. It's not something where you find a glorious cart that says, hey, take me with all your Mm. sick people. It is very much, if there was a cart here, it'd be sunk in the water three feet deep and you would have to really try to pull it out. So, and in fact, that's what you see. It's, it's, and even in the water, you have the whole, you know, water logging and whether or not it actually works whether it's rotted itself there's not much here for that kind of thing unfortunately all right um is can i do like a medicine check on them to see like how and how bad in shape they are sure um leyland's already here as well kind of she's providing first aid uh Mm -hmm. I don't know what kind of spells she has left, but she would have started, you know. What does she have prepared? Yeah, she's going to be casting two separate cure wounds, one for each of them, in which case they are brought conscious. They still seem to be kind of out of it a little bit. But they are alive. They're okay now. Now that they're saved and out of that cage. Um, They don't seem to be very talkative, understandably. Um, But Adrian is also right next to Leyland as she's providing first aid. You can tell just by looking over him that he is in a state of... Not shock, but surprise. Like... As if he can't believe that this went as well as it did, or at least as well as, you know, nobody dying. And so he's just asking Leyland, is there anything you need? Kind of over and over again, you can see that Leyland's getting a little, I I, I got it, I got it, we're good. But that's when you walk up, Marxist. And, uh, excuse me. Seeing that uh, Leland is taking care of everything, Arxis will just um, just kind of look at her and give her a head nod. And uh, if you need any, you know, help, you know, healing them or anything, I got, you know, I can, I can, you know. I, I, I think I got it. Yeah. Thanks, God. If we're in need of mass transportation, we do have. An option. I don't know if it might be a little bit too dr- flashy, but and I sort of point toward Katya, who I believe still has the green awakening stone. Could we? I mean, I can certainly identify and see if it's possible, but we do have. I believe it makes any tree sentient and under your command for Katya. Possibly. Just, well. The thing about it is there was a ritual that the druids had to use to make a tree awakening or awakened, but I don't know that ritual. 
and I don't have... I don't know if any of us have the power that Babala Saga had. We could give it a shot, though. I still have it. And she holds it up. I might as well identify it, and I'll take it, and I'll ritual cast mm -hmm. identify <clears throat> on the on the awakening stone to see sure. more about it. Cool. Is there anything anybody would like to do during that meantime? Yes. Go for it, Vaughn. Um, just like still laying on the ground next to Katya. Did I do bad? What do you mean? Just kind of like... <laughs> glances over towards Beatrice. <laughs> what? Did you do bad? No. Are we alive? Hmm. I could have done better. Are we I alive? Didn't. I believe as such, yes. And is your... Terrible mother, dead. Yes. I mean, I don't truly know. I didn't see it happen. I didn't either, but... If Arxis was the one that did it... Pretty sure she's dead. So if we are alive... If Babala Saga is dead... There's nothing more you could have done. You did great, Vaughn. And this is the part where you go, but, and then say something else that is no, more there, true. There is no but. You did, you did great. Honestly, this was probably one of the more exciting fights that we've had since we've been here. And that's a little concerning, <laughs> to be honest. There, bestie. Uh... <laughs> Yike. Uh, <laughs> Vaughn is a Twitch streamer. We didn't know. No. <laughs> That's not uh, uh, very pog. Um, <laughs> I don't know what pog means, but I... No. Uh, sure. <laughs> no, this... You did great, Vaughn. And if I wasn't so out of it, I would give you a hug, but... You don't have to do that. I um, understand that people do not wish she, to she touch me. She just gives you a tired pat on the shoulder. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's... Their skin's, like, kind of clammy. Yeah. Yeah. As to be expected. And, like, covered in their own blood still. As is Katya. I mean, Katya's... Yeah. Yeah. Um... Are you going to be coming with us? Um, You're welcome if to. I, I, I expected to be abandoned in the woods. I know that I have made uh, some promises. I pull out my skin list <laughs> that just has wife, 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 <laughs> and then in Katya's handwriting. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, I I do have some things to do, but I presumed I would have to do that by myself. No. It... You are welcome to travel with us, Fun. Very, like... Like, one, like, very chunky tear. Little slightly discolored green 
Yeah, it doesn't even like roll down the face quickly. It just kind of is like dragging like, like an like an iceberg through like land. Yep. yep. Good. And head down in the dirt. <laughs> and her head just goes right back down to the dirt as well. <laughs> Though you are going face first, she does not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Beatrice, after about ten minutes of ritual casting, identify on this green gem. There's no stats for it specifically. Um, However, (laughs) what you surmise from this is that it gives life to plants. Um, Whether it's more focused in terms of awakening some sort of plant or whether it is through growing grapevines for a winery. Um, This is a gem of life, pretty much. Uh, There's nothing that tells you exactly, like, how to awaken some sort of inanimate plant, but... Mm -hmm. You definitely get the sense that there is a transmutation magic from it, um, basically just giving life to whatever is, I guess necromancy too could be, because it's life, but regardless, um, that's pretty much what you see. It is a very powerful item, um, but it has a very specific niche to make it powerful. Mm-hmm. I turn to, uh, the people who are, you know, trying, you know, being healed, Right. Is there a reason? Is there a reason they were traveling with it? Adrian kind of sees you look. Uh, oh, um. Well, he kind of looks at everybody that's here. We had three of those at our winery. A short history of the winery. There was some powerful mage that had moved here and had created this winery and with Barovia being what it is, it didn't really get much sunlight and this is not... Not really the best place to grow grapes and make wine, Um, so he created these gems, and in doing so, it allowed us, well, him and us at the moment, to grow those grapes to make the wine, and... We had lost one of them, we don't know where it went, but that was... Nearly a decade ago. But recently, in the past few months, weeks, we were attacked by the forest folk. Uh, Katya was actually there to help. And after being attacked, we found that one of them was missing uh, on top of the other one. 
And then we were attacked again, and that is when we found that the third one was taken, and that is what Katya came and helped retrieve that one. We had seen where the forest folk had taken the second one back to here, and that is why, and then he references over to Stephania and Dag, that is why they were captured, is that we were confirming whether or not it was here, and... Clearly I see. Was. Well, it is a pretty little gem, and I figure it is yours. Does anyone have any objections? As I sort of hand it out to them, and he just—he right really puts his hand I... up, but not like taking it, just like kind of looking at everybody else. So long as you don't lose it again, I mean, that's a is a pretty, uh, powerful thing. Considering right. you already lost one, you know, like in the wrong hands. Jax's gestures just to everywhere around him. Yes. You know. We will take extra care in where we put it and how we guard it. It... To be completely honest, this is the first time that anything like this has ever happened, where all three of our gems were taken. Like I said, yes, a few... Quite a few years ago, the third... Other one was taken, but... This was the first time that it was so blatant and obvious that it was taken. So, regardless, and then he grabs it. I sort of like retract it real quick. Just kidding. And I hand it to him. Small smirk comes on his face. Do I, am I familiar with any like strange reports maybe that I heard while in the palace of like new growths, new farms, new people producing Agriculture? No. Okay. Hmm. If this is the first time, how well known is it that your family has these? <sighs> Not very well known at all. Uh, I, I am assuming that she was the one pointing over towards the hut. She was the one that had somehow come into this information either through magic, scrying, or... I don't know. Maybe she had found out, and then, of course, hold the forest folk, and they had come to aid her. I don't know why, but it seems that there was some sort of an alliance between the two of them, and here we are. I would think that now with Babala Saga dead and most of the forest folk that had taken the gem initially, no one else but you. But she didn't have three stones. She only had one. Yes. The... We don't know what happened to the third one, but nothing happened after it, so we don't it is it has been something that been in our family a little bit of conflict as to what actually happened um we don't know we don't know who took it we don't know who knows 
I find that in these situations, it's usually someone who knew, usually someone who is very close. Which is why we had familial conflict. Have you ever wondered why Erwin lived in Valakai, away from his family? Hmm. Now. Not, not Yuvon. Oh, all right. You, You haven't met Erwin, but... Valakai is the place with all the, the scared children. Yes. In a, in a cult or something. It's a, long, oh. a, it's a thing. Um, what happened to you? What happened to your dad? The he was the one that pushed Erwin out. What are you saying now? Is he? Is he still around? I, I mean, I knew him once. He's still. Oh, right. You were saying that you knew him at some point. Yeah. Yes, um... He's still around. Uh, he's retired. Um, he still gives his opinions and how we run the business and whatnot, but he's still around. It might be a good time for reunions now that we yeah. have the second gem. I mean, without him, I would have never met Anyway, um, have you taken any measures to find this last gym? Many. Um, but as I've said, it was a long time ago, and Mm. we haven't found any. Well, in my, in my opinion, uh, there used to be a bit of an adventure back in my day before I came to this place. Usually when something powerful went missing and it was never heard from again, it would be a Slater in the worst way possible. A lot of times it's, it's better that people like Baba Lasaka take them because you know what they want to use it for. But someone who remains hidden, it's never a good sign. But that's a problem for another day. Perhaps we should get some rest. Yes. I can take the first watch. Laylin, dear, you said you would help? <gasps> yes. Um, I'll, I'll join you. I need to make sure that, you know, all these Stephanie and Dagger are taken care of. Um, you- Adrian, you can sleep. Save your energy. I'll, I'll do it. You go ahead and. Dad, I got this. Okay. Out to bed, egg. All right. <laughs> so, before Bond we start, a exactly long rest. where they are. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure if there was anything else that we wanted to do. <clears throat> First watch. Would you like to do a perception check or would you like me to do it with advantage? I would say you should do it with advantage. Okay. Leyland makes sure. more sense. Also because waiting for, I'm mainly waiting for Arxis to fall asleep. Sure. He's out like a light. Yeah. <laughs> he, the typical dad just. Like a light. Is already. As soon as he lays down. Oh, that's like nature. He's gone. Take that roll though. That's a 16 <laughs> plus seven fucking crazy amount. Not even going to count it. Oh. 24. All right. 
Easy math. I, I swear <laughs> to God. Okay, listen. Little insight in my uh, in my life. Oh, also the rules aren't coming up correctly. Uh, there we go. Cool. Insight in my life. <clears throat> I am able to do calculus. I'm good with that. Like I, I went through college. I I did pre calculus mm-hmm. as like a a senior in high school. Like I, no, not even a senior. That was a junior in high school, and then I did AP stats. Anyways, I'm fucking great at math, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I suck so bad at simple math. Like I cannot, mm-hmm. I cannot do simple math. It yeah. is awful. I am so uh, bad, and I just need a calculator for the simplest well, shit. I mean, to be fair, you rolled a sixteen on the die, and you added seven, and you said you got twenty-four. It's twenty-three. Yeah. I counted the seventeen. That one, yeah. I'm okay. That one, I'm only <laughs> saying seventeen. Be- yeah, I know. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> I know, okay. I just love how Bob much is D&D dead play- now. <laughs> Anything above twenty D and D players are like, it's crazy. It's so crazy. It's right. so. Hot. I pulled pull the calculator out. I'm, I'm not even playing around with it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I just fucking hate simple math, but that's a little <laughs> tidbit of information. Anyways, you got the Benoit Blanc curse. Oh, Benoit Blanc, fucking! Yeah. Have you guys seen the Glass Onion? Such mm-hmm. a good movie. It's so mm-hmm. great. Such it's a good movie. Way better lovely. than the Knives Out. Glass Onion was perfect. Okay, I don't know if I can agree with that. I'm not there. I'm not there. One hundred Okay, but to an extent, it is. Yeah, I, I would say it is at, at the most equal. You know, I think it was better. My- I think that one I was always guessing, but in, in like uh, Knives Out, I was just, I was like kind of checked out. I was like, I know we knew what it was in the very beginning. We were like, oh, it's yada yada. And then this is going to happen. And, and then we just called the whole movie, which is cool because you're like, oh, I got it. I'm, I'm smart, mm. big brain. But then at the same time, it's <laughs> like, well, I know what happened. So it's like mm. Glass Onion See, was the one where I was like. You see, that's the that's where I think you suffer from the Benoit Blancers because it was the complete opposite for most everybody else. I feel like. Oh, is it really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, most like I would say. I mean, I did I, see, I did see the, uh, I did see that in the very beginning. I was like, hey, that happened, and then and then I got gaslit by my wife's family. They were like, no, you didn't. Nah. That didn't happen. And then I was like, okay, cool, whatever. And then at the end, I was like, anyways, <laughs> amazing. So, I could go on aside. and on. It's one of my yes, favorite yeah. films. Yes, great, great movie. Um, um, so, 23 on that <laughs> perception check. Uh, huh. So, it's like, almost immediate that Arxis goes to sleep, and you and Leyland continue looking over the very out-of-it bodies of Stephanie and Dag. She's continuing to look like she's doing something sure. but not really like keep an eye on Arxis I'm like are you sure he's asleep does he always breathe so heavy your he, dad he's asleep he yeah almost immediate all the time it frustrates me because like a rock I take forever to fall asleep and he's out so quickly alright uh, does Ar- this is a weird question is Arxis like laying on his back like is he on his side uh, yeah, he's probably on the side because he's still he's still wearing his armor. He hasn't taken yeah. it off. Got um, it. He does. He mumbles a bit, and it's you know just you know like <laughs> him having you know traumatic experiences, reliving them in his dream. Sure. Yeah. And is there um, has the have the horns shrunk down at all? Uh, yeah, they've like, but they aren't like full 
Um, um, I would say technically they would be shorter than they were when they were wrapped, when they were mm-hmm. like wrapped on the side of his head. Um, but they have like they have they're still in the front and they're like mm-hmm. not as long as they would be if when he's like in his you know king mode, but like yeah, um, still like somewhat. Got it. Interesting. I assumed it might fade with him losing consciousness. Oh, and Leyland, uh, Leyland, uh, Leyland, you're less sensitive in the horns, you'd say. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like, it's kind of like bone, so, I mean, right. not really. I, like, flick the hands and there's, like, the faint shimmer of, like, the gloves of thievery that are still on. And I'm going to, as an action, cast Identify by touching his horn. Okay. Go ahead and do a sleight of hand. Um, Arxis, do a perception. Well, actually, it would be your passive, but you're also unconscious. So it's like minus five. I think it's like a negative something to it. Yeah. Yeah. only an earthquake would wake him up if sure. he's like, he's, he's in there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So unless so got, you got a really bad roll. This is going to have a plus five on it, whatever okay. it is. Don't expect me to do the math. Oh, 27. 27. Yes. Cool. All right. So. <clears throat> and for clarification, identify if you touch a creature throughout the casting, you learn what spells, if any, are currently affecting it. Yes. Don't believe there are any spells that are affecting Arxis at the moment. Um, you learn, I think when we first did this identify thing uh, way back in the beginning of this campaign, um, we learned age as well. So whatever Arxis's age is, I 42. Think 42. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you also... Okay. You begin to put your hands on the horn, and it takes quite a while for you to actually cast it. Finally... Oh, right, because it's still past one minute. It's a ritual, yeah. Yeah. Or are you doing ritual? No, I would do a minute, because I want okay. to shorten the amount of time that okay. I would have to have contact with them. A minute long, you're holding on to the... on to Arxis's horns, and he moves every once in a while, just kind of... <laughs> tossing and turning in his own nightmares. Finally, the minute passes. He doesn't awaken, but you get a flash of information all at once. You learn he's 42. You learn there's no spells on him. You learn there's something else. And as you're holding on, it's like you can't even let go. It's like this force is keeping you in there like almost you're sharing some sort of dream with him you see just darkness and you're holding on as you can't let go Arxis while you're asleep you begin to remember all of the moments that you had spent in Barovia Back when you were so young and naive, you relive every slash, every cut, until the final cut that will be in your vivid memory for your entire life. You hear the screams. 
But then you see yourself standing above it all. And finally, your vision comes back to you as that final slash wasn't wasn't your partner. You look down at the rainy, stormy ground below you as you see the head of Strahd rolling slowly away from you. You see your hands erupting in that white flame. And then you hear... The Kingmaker is proud. The king is dead. Long live the king. The new king has usurped him. Long may he reign. Uh, just to take a bit of liberty here, Arxis will then turn and hold out his hand and a throne will rise up out of the ground. He sets Strahd's head on top of it, facing outwards, and sits. As you sit, it's like the entire scenery changes with your body turning as you find yourself in a long throne room within Castle Ravenloft. You see a large window overlooking all of Barovia. The sun shining. The rain stopped. A beautiful lush valley of greens and blues. This is yours for the taking. You are my champion. What would you have me do? Actualize your destiny. Continue with these people. Then kill Strahd. For as long as they do not cause harm to anyone, these people will know peace. But if they defy me, they'll meet the same fate as Count. Spoken like a true king. You feel this pulse of energy shooting through your body. Beatrice, you holding onto the horns finally shoot out with this white flame covering your hands until you have to instinctually put that out. No burn marks. But you see erupting from Arxis this white flame and the crown. Until finally after a few seconds it slowly dissipates. Okay, as that's happening, 
First of all, did I see that dream or was I just lost in darkness? You did not. You saw okay, darkness just and you felt this force keeping you on him. And Understood. you just couldn't let go. It was something holding you. And finally, after that blast of fire, you were able to let go and you came back. I immediately in my mind start just scientifically categorizing the details I could observe. Was it hot? Did it feel spiritual? It Did it feel radiant? It felt more spiritual and radiant than it did hot. Okay, and the crown, any identifiable markings, details, the gems, crown, iconography? The crown didn't seem to be... it. What I picture in my head is just this black crown that floats about maybe a couple inches above uh, Arxus's head. It's black, but white flames erupt from it, giving it this kind of like almost translucent fire look. Mm-hmm. Another thing to note, this crown has dissipated, but what you can see is coming from his skull specifically, not the horns, but the skull, are small little horns. Similar to like Darth Maul, but not right. all across the head, just circling it. Small horns. I like glance up to see if Leyland noticed anything. She noticed something then. Uh, What the fuck is that? Did you do that? I don't think I did. I don't. That was not me. That was definitely something. She's just going to come up and look at everything. Okay, maybe, maybe we shouldn't be near him when he wakes up. I sort of like beckon her said, have, have you considered that your father might not be completely himself? <laughs> After what's been happening? Yeah. Yeah, that's I, an understatement. I suppose I mean in a more literal sense in that the completeness of him, there's a portion of it that is not him. What you mean, like? I, I, I don't, I don't quite follow. Are, are you saying that he's someone else? Or that he's at least sharing the ride? Because when I, when I make such a connection, it only lets me identify the creature that I am touching directly. So the fact I got information, a sense of something holding on, I just don't think that would be possible unless that thing was present in some sense. So then you think that that's what... I did not identify any sign of enchantment or charm magic on him. So if something is altering him, it might be more a situation of vinegar replacing the water. One drop at a time. I don't know. I don't know. I... What do we even do if that's the case? Like... You're the godly woman. I don't know, I don't know all of them. It... Well, to be frank, I don't really think that's much of a god, though it is definitely... your kind of magic more than my kind of... 
Okay. Manipulations. Do you have any way of... Not now. I think maybe certainly waiting until your druid friend can assist... Maybe my mom. Maybe she can, I don't know, talk some sense into him. <sighs> well, your mother might be able to talk sense into Oxus. There is a sliver of him that is no longer him, I would posit. <sighs> okay, well then, yeah, we need to... I'll, I'll try and figure something out. But I, do you recognize any of that iconography? The the black... <sighs> have you seen the black crown? I, have, or I haven't seen the, anything like that. It's it's nothing like the Night Mother would have. She's more of like moon and nature and stuff like that. I've never seen the crown or anything. Hmm. And he's always had this connection? No. This is the first time I've ever seen it. Well, n not now, but... I... <sighs> I know he didn't have it when he first met Lord Von Zarevich all those years ago, but... It, it, is this new you know within the last recent travels? What? I don't remember him having magic before we had left Kresk. And did he come into contact with any of those of. books or artifacts people love dabbling with when they don't know any better? No, because... Would your mother know? Maybe. She's more into, you know, religious stuff than I am. I mean, she taught me about the Night Mother, but I feel like she would, maybe she would know more. We can, we can check. She's at the winery, so. Well, that's good. I guess we'll see her. Because. Well, your father might have. I won't even, I maybe noble intentions. Uh. Whatever that is, I'm sure has its own ends. Right. And I... <sighs> and what are those? Well, I know nothing about... I don't know any demons or fiends or anything like that that would have an out for Strahd specifically, do I? Like, is there a way I, like, I'm Go trying to think of... and do, like, I, I'd say history or arcana. Either one of those. Ooh, it's my birthday. I have a plus 13 and a plus 9 in the other one. Jesus, <laughs> holy crap. I arcana. like books. 30. Any Even, personal so, thing... Uh, specifically a language of, like, personal vendettas. Right. Yeah. Or connections 30, to Barovia. You don't... You know that there's nothing along those lines that are in there. Other than the, like, small demons or, like, things that just show up in yeah. Barovia and are like, Ah, Strah, that rascal, I don't like him, you know, kind of like that. Yeah. Nothing powerful enough to... Yeah, right, the, the good old finger wag... Nothing powerful enough to pose a threat, though. Nothing that you've learned that 
and even if there was something like that your your arcana check is still limited to the tomes and information that you would have had in Ravenloft and of course Strahd would not have any information about anybody that posed a threat to him right I just was wondering if like during my course of my time there if there was any a sense of like there's anyone of those lower planes that seem to have like a specific interest in him and not really I turn I turn to lay that out I mean, it doesn't seem like it's personal to Strahd. So it's either got something to do with Oxus himself or just a demon seeking some sort of power. Okay. Well, I mean, it that narrows it down. I think it'd be best if we do maybe keep this to ourselves. Yeah, yeah. It, that would you know, it'd scare everybody else. I don't... I don't think that we, especially my dad, we can't bring it up to him, obviously. No, because then whatever else is in there is going to know we know as well. Right, right. If they don't already know. I still have to rest after this. Please don't try and give me nightmares. <sighs> I, I appreciate you helping out with that, though. I've been, been really wondering what's wrong with him. Me too. And I'll admit I was curious at first. I mean, plenty of people have done plenty of things to be powerful, but it doesn't seem like he quite has control of the situation. And losing your agency to something that promises you power is just ironic. Yeah. Especially looking at the now horned crown that sits upon his skull permanently. And, uh, those kind of changes are never, never a good thing, I wouldn't say. All right, well. Okay, let's be done with that. That way we don't get nightmares. Might be too late, but... (laughs) I'll sort of settle down as I was just keeping a distance from sure him. Okay. In silence, finish out the, finishing out the rest of the watch. All right. Who is taking next watch? I don't think we established that. Arxis? Yeah. And then Vaughn? Cool. Yeah. All right. So, Arxis, you awaken. You feel you different. Me. Feel better, healthy, stronger, feeling feeling good. Do you ever like put your hands up at all? Uh, yeah, sometimes he wakes up and like sweats. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <'Cause>, so <you> know. <laughs> as you're waking up, kind of wiping the sweat off your forehead, your hand catches one of these new horns around and you finally see that there is a crown-like horn circle around your skull. Do with that information what you will. Um, I also like to think there's a moment where he um, starts to kind of remember things that he doesn't remember doing. Mm-hmm. Uh. 
And he stands up and then he, he he has this great sword. He doesn't put it on or anything. He's just kind of holding it, kind of almost using it as like a walking stick. Sure. As he's um going. I sort of move in the direction of Vaughn to wake them up and say, do you watch? Keep your backs. Right. I, I hope you um sleep well. I have turned away. <laughs> okay. Leyland Leyland just falls asleep next to the uh, hurt stag uh, Dag and Stephania and mm-hmm. finds sleep. But Vaughn and Arxis are taking this watch. Who would like to do the good old perception check? Do you want me to? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll, yeah. I'll do, I'll do a little perception with check with yeah. advantage. Natural 20. Yeah. Nice. 25 total. Nothing. It seems like, specifically, looking over the swamp of Berez, it's changing. This, like, oppressive feeling is starting to shift. The fog is starting to dissipate even more now, where you can see pretty far. It's just almost like a mist that hangs in the air. But what would you all like to do on your watch? If it it's... isn't Strahd Bunzovich. <laughs> I would say the one and only, but that's not true. The, the, the two, I guess, and only. Yeah. Instead of three. How are you, uh, Oh, you old know. Bad. Oh, was this one of the endeavors where I needed to lie? No, no. I I prefer people to tell me the truth. Honestly. All right. Um. I thought I would feel better after the death of my mother. And, well, it's... Something has clearly changed. I don't know if I feel good. Yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> Did you... Hmm. You think it would have been different if you had, you know... Done it. Done it. Anything. Um, you did plenty. No, oh, I jumped on a skull. Uh, I don't know... Because, I mean, she didn't really even look at me. She didn't even try to win me back on her side. From my understanding, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I I, I, I feel like it would be a manipulation technique of a parent to do that. Right? That'd be a thing that they should do, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then, you know, she put me in a cage for seven years. You know, I was once told a long time ago by someone I held very dearly at the time. 
family isn't always the ones you are born into. Sometimes you can choose your family. I'm beginning to hear that more and more. I'm glad to hear that you're going to stick with us for a little bit. Really? Yeah. I mean, one, not you. As much as I'd hate to admit it, you're stronger than me. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so it's always a plus to have someone as uh, capable in combat as you. And again, don't sell yourself short. That was a... <sighs> well, if... I had not had the speed boost I was granted at the end there. We would have, would have all been a died. bad time. Yes. Yeah. So if if you are down about something that you believe that you should have done better, I can tell you as uh, you know, someone who's been in combat quite a few times, uh, there's always something that you could have done better. What matters is what do you do in the moment? And you tried everything tried everything you could, so that's something to be proud of. Sorry, I don't know that word. Not the last one you said, I know the word of, the one before it. Proud. They cock their head at you. (laughs) Um, to take a great, uh, joy in something to to feel happiness and and just excitement towards an accomplishment uh, or a person hmm I suppose I can try to feel that You don't have to rush it. Take your time. Thank you. Is there a... Mm-hmm. Uh, forgive me if I am I'm overstepping here. Is there some... Something happened between you and Beatrice? Seems like you two I are... don't know. <laughs> and I'm really upset about it, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what I've done wrong. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, I don't I don't know Beatrice well, but I'm I'm sure it's not about I, I, you. I, I just don't I, I I don't know. I I mean, I didn't do a good job and I didn't like she was out there all alone in the dirt and I didn't do anything and then we were in the hut and it was bad and I wasn't useless and everything that I knew about the hut was a lie and my entire life has been a lie and everything I, 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 I have lost my first friend I mean um, I'm, I'm sure things can be mended in time you know, somebody, uh, communication is key. That's what my wife would tell me all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Communication. Yeah. If you, if you say how you feel 
Okay. About, about you know, in, in the best way that you can to a person, they can then okay. respond with how they feel. What if she keeps walking away from me? <laughs> do I have, do I can, I, I can pick some swamp flowers. <laughs> They're lo- really lovely this time of year. They only <laughs> sort of smell like rot and mildew. Which is a thing that p- apparently people don't like. Oddly enough, I feel like Beatrice would take some interest in that. I don't know why. I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, uh, scientists have always been curious of everything. So, I mean, maybe, you know, maybe it's a cool, you know, like I got you the science experiment or something. <laughs> you know, maybe make mm. a poison out of it or something. You know. Yes, yes, I, 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 I can, I can find poisons. Will, will that be perceived as a threat if I pr- provide her a handful of poisons? Uh, not if you, not if you, you know, if you just like here's poison, you know, maybe that'd be. He's just like, I've got you some poison with the intent of like, you know, using it in combat. Could you do this? You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. communication. You know, right. Uh, say clearly what, what you, what you feel your intentions and, and you know the person can respond in kind okay so i will uh, approach holding all the poisons right mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then i say hi i think you are very mad at me and i don't understand why and i can't lose you because i am you were you were nice to me is that too much <laughs> Work on it, you know. Uh, All right. Uh, uh, you got you got the general idea. Maybe don't put too much, you know, pressure. I will die if person. you don't talk to me again. May, uh, definitely not that. No, okay. not that one. You know. All right. Yeah, you know, like maybe like something like um, you, you walk up with it right in your hands and you say, "I've got this poison, and uh, I thought you'd be interested in it." Um, because you are a scientist of some sorts. Um, I, and maybe I, you will find mm-hmm. them useful. Right? Mm-hmm. And and then, you know, right. you say, you know, perhaps if I could have a moment of your time. Right? Are you following? Yes. I, I, I approach with the poisons. I have brought you poisons because you are an alchemist and you may be able to do something with them. Yeah. Um, also, please don't be mad. That's no? better. That's better. All right. But All right. you know, uh, maybe lead into it. Maybe, st- maybe um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. I can have a moment of your time, I would like to tell you. I would like to steal your time. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll 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 you know we'll accept that for now. You know, maybe try to figure out a different word than steal. Mm-hmm. Have a moment, you know. Instead have of instead a of moment. taking something, you you ask for it, you know. I present a bargain. I exchange these poisons for some of your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, mm-hmm. that also could work. I, I propose a deal. Yeah, and right. then you know you say how you feel. Um, in you know sad. You know, yeah, you know. I, you, yeah, be honest, um, but you know, right. don't don't put too much pressure on on Beatrice to to have to to have to um, you know, comfort you or to have to respond to you. You know, right? You know, okay, 
State will, how you feel and then I will leave the poisons in yeah. a pile next to Beatrice and then I will hide behind a tree and we're, peek out. We're going kind of and far just away wait. from the from the original plot. Right. Um, okay. You uh, okay. And, you know, you know be you. You know, as far as best as you can be, be truly yourself. All right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be me standing behind the tree. Okay, okay, maybe maybe not that then. All right. Be 40% you. Standing in front of the tree. That's better, yeah. Right, all right, yeah. all right. Yeah. I, I approach with the poisons in hand. Mm-hmm. I got you these because you're an alchemist. I pro- pro- propose a deal where I give you these poisons... Mm-hmm. And then you, please tell me what I did wrong. <laughs> you know, I don't know if it's going to get any better than that. Yeah, I think I think that's fine. <laughs> all right, all right. I love how Vaughn is getting <laughs> fucking advice on how to communicate <laughs> from Arxis. <laughs> Fantastic. It is so good. It has the exact vibe of like dysfunctional family friend comes over to very functional family and dad is like, well, I don't know how to deal with any yep. of any of this. Yeah. Just do this, I guess. I heard about that. Yeah. This is what my wife told me. Um, can I use some of my nat 20 to find some like poisonous somethings around? That would be a different role. Um, okay. It would be more of a, I would say, survival um, to okay. kind of search for All certain right. mushrooms and other types Aid. of. Okay, so you're walking around with uh, with Vaughn <laughs> trying to find certain things. Okay, go ahead and do a survival check with advantage. That's advantage can do. That'd 20. be a twenty, not okay. natural. You do find uh, quite a few uh, mushrooms, and uh, there are certain types of flowers that you understand to be poisonous that grow naturally here you actually do walk around and find that a lot of these like more rotted plants and flora are starting to begin to grow once again Uh, what usually would look like the dandelion (laughs) that is yeah right (laughs) no no pick pick that one I remember I I ate one on and my way, my first came here, and I was I was out for like a week. It was, it was not a good thing. Thanks to oh. my divine constitution, though, I was fine. You, so. you just hear Katya's voice from behind you. What are you two? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, we're, we're, we're picking berries. It's just like something <laughs> random. We're foraging. Don't worry about it. Just getting poisoned for Beatrice. <laughs> Oh, okay. It's not ominous at all. Yeah, it's not a threat. <laughs> so it's it's friend poison. Right, we're giving it to her. I, mm-hmm. I would also like to pick a nice non-poisonous flower. Sure, you <laughs> find a beautiful blue purple flower, and you return with all of these amazing variety of poisonous plants and the beautiful flower. Okay. At around that time, Arxis, not Arxis, Katya and Esmeralda awaken to take their final watch. And you are all sleeping very quietly. Arxis, your mind is peaceful. 
First time in a while. But the watch goes uneventful. You all awaken in the morning. And we see Esmeralda and Katya have like makeup streaming down their face. Yep. Clearly had a very intense mm -hmm. emotional conversation. Yep. Emotional conversation. And we're never going to know because never I'm never not going to be the NPC, NPC, NPC not, conversation. They are, yeah. they are best yeah. friends now. Yeah that's, yeah, that's what it is. Something changed. We're Something. not sure. Yeah. Something no changed. Idea. We all Before notice it. But... So you all awaken and in the morning you finally see what has there's a drastic change in Perez. You actually see light. Whereas before it looked like evening during the day and pitch black at night, it is now brighter here. Not super bright because it still has overcast and the sun doesn't directly shine here, but you can see around. You The fog is nearly completely dissipated. You can see wisps here and there, but you're able to see pretty far. You can also tell that the water within Berez has slightly diminished a little. Yeah. But you'll awaken. And we are going to go to break <coughs> at that point. So uh, during this time, we are going to be giving away a free copy of Dialect. Uh, we tried the last time. Nobody we didn't even uh, acknowledge the giveaway last time. Um, but this time we are going to have this uh, giveaway going for dialect. As I said, it is the game about isolated communities making their language and what it means for language to be lost. Uh, it'll be on roll 20 and all you have to do is join the giveaway by exclamation point family. So if you would like to win dialect, go ahead and join through the chat and we will see you all in 15 minutes. Join the y'all later. Bye. Welcome back. All right. We are not going to forget to do the giveaway this time. The winner is Cosmic Zeta. I will be sending you a Twitch whisper nice. uh, with your code for Roll20 to get dialect. So with that, you awaken. The morning in Berez looks brighter than the day before. Brighter in a sense of emotional and brighter, as in literal sense of brighter. You have the day ahead of you. What would you all like to do? Uh, Arxis will uh, stand up 
I'm kind of like thinking about things that have kind of returned to him in a way. Uh, and he thinks about all the times. <sighs> okay, okay. He's trying to. And then he reaches down to the ground and he's 100% sure that this isn't going to work, but he's going to try and he's going to try to exert control over this area. He's going to make it look like that. He's just trying to like, he's just touching the grass. It's like, it's like it's better today. Yeah. But he's trying to like, yeah. As you put your hand into the ground, grabbing onto some of the soil. Swirls of mist. No, nothing happens (laughs) here. Swirls of mist begin to surround Darxus as you begin to float into the air. Purple lightnings. I've become a god. You (laughs) grab this this muddy soil and it just falls apart in your hand. You feel no different. Mm. And then he goes about getting ready for the rest of the day. Okay, Vaughn, it sounded like you wanted to do something. Um, yes, Vaughn is going to gather up like the little like collection of poisonous plants and then the one like nice flower. Um, and it, it is gonna kind of first look over at Beatrice just to kind of like observe from a distance. She is currently like futzing with her leg and like mm-hmm. some like assorted mechanical parts trying to put something together. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to, like, look at Arxis. <laughs> um, he gives and, like, you a l- thumbs up. <sighs> uh, I'm going to... cast a bless on you. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh. Uh, and I am going to, kind of, like, filled with, like, a little, like, a, oh, okay. Uh, I am going to um, approach um, Beatrice, um, kind of, like, stopping, like, not... Like just a, a little bit away, but you just, just kind Beatrice, of... you're f- fiddling with your leg, and you just see in the corner of your eye two very large feet <laughs> just standing, like enough to where it's barely in your peripheral, but you know that Vaughn's there. I continue working until I'm prevented from doing so. Um. Good, good, uh, good, good morning. Uh, you seem preoccupied, but I wished to offer a bargain, a deal of um, <clears throat> sorts. Uh, I have, I, I, I did, I did. <clears throat> you are, you make a lot of. Um, <clears throat> I, I turn back at Arxis. <laughs> you make a lot of cool things and stuff. And I thought that maybe you could do something cool with poisons. And I know a a few things about a lot of natural poisons. So I I gathered a collection of um, poisonous um, plant life and things from the surrounding area. And I don't know if you would want them. The the deal would be um, to, and you don't have to if you don't want to, but to to not be mad at me. (laughs) I also got you this flower. I I set everything (laughs) down in front of her and I run away. (laughs) so adorable she continues like tinkering for a couple seconds and then stops and you ran away 
I like, like not there anymore, right? I, I ran to like behind like one of like the collapsed walls or something, but I'm a hundred percent like creepy hands <laughs> looking. Sorry, my phone is ringing, even though it's on turn off to start. Give me a second. Oh. Stop that. No worries. Um. Beatrice like pauses what she's doing. You're still like within talking range. Yeah, it's maybe like a like a wall that's like maybe like seven feet away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she puts them down into the kit. Looks down at the herbs. Can I tell what they are? Go ahead and do a nature check. In, in reality, you know what? I'm going to do it voluntarily at disadvantage because she's just doing it to try and buy herself time. Sure. Because <laughs> that was a natural 20 and that doesn't seem right. <laughs> right. Uh, <clears throat> it looks like mushrooms and an assortment of flowers and maybe they're poisonous. These are very nice. If you don't want me to be mad at you, then you didn't really have to trade anything. I'm I'm not mad at you at all. <laughs> just like full, like all of the tension just like releases out of their body. <sighs> You're not? No. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I, I, can, I can go if you, do, if you don't want to talk about it. I, 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 uh, mm, the, the blue one's not poisonous. That's just the, the pretty flower. You know that. You're really smart and stuff. And This, this is um, some moss growing on this wall. He just picks up the flowers and begins to sort them into like the alchemist kit. Thank you. I wasn't quite sure, to be honest, which one was which. Ah. Yeah. Uh. If I've seemed distant, I'm sorry. I didn't mean anything personally against you. Okay. You can tell that there's definitely... <laughs> She's closed off still. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sorry that you didn't find the thing you wanted. No matter, I guess I just have to push on from here with all of you. Well, I'll leave I just, if it makes you feel better. No, no, no I... I just wanted to, um, I felt bad because in the excitement of everything leading up to this, and I kind of like move, not necessarily towards Vaughn, but like just slightly away from the rest of the group. Mm -hmm. 
I just feel like I may have let myself get carried away um, in the excitement leading up to the battle, and uh, I would hate if I said anything that might made have thought that you, that there was some sort of, I mean, we've just met, so. What? I, I mean, maybe you didn't, but I was just, when I, I would hate to think that you had, that, that I had given some sort of, maybe a false impression, I don't know. Are we not friends? Of course, of course, of course we are allies and working together and I told you things about that I don't often tell people and I would just Right. No, yes, uh, uh, as allies do. Yes. Quite. Exactly. And Well, <laughs> mm-hmm. no, I um, fully understand. And the uh, <clears throat> poisons are yours for the um, keeping and using for whatever you um, so wish to uh, do uh, do with them. And I will um, no longer interrupt you from what you were doing. Um, it will be normal to travel with you. I'm glad you're coming with us. Of course. I really am sorry. Uh, It's all right. You haven't done anything wrong. All of the people that I become friends with say that. I don't make any friends. You could have. I walk away. (laughs) The camera pans onto Beatrice until it finally fades to black. So Beatrice is like composed and then immediately turned away and is like a fucking wreck. (laughs) So. <clears throat> after that oh, we're just gonna move on yeah yep. after that encounter <laughs> completely so normally it's okay that's the show everybody that's yeah it. right that's it that's Curse of Strahd so oh, Beatrice is such a bad person every day is pain I love it it's so good I, I ugh, this is what I eat up so you all Beatrice is gonna regret that for like so oh yeah I don't know how long she's going to... She should. Vaughn will remember this. Uh, Yeah. Yep. Popped up, little fucking text bar. Need some? Vaughn disliked that. (laughs) Yeah, Matt. Everyone disliked that. Arxis was like, you driving, he's like... Oof. Arxis is like, even I wouldn't say that shit. (laughs) Can I... Like, Vaughn walks away from the conversation at, like, five feet tall, like, so hunched over and defeated. Can I... Roll. I'm gonna roll something to you. Okay, Johnny. Secrets. Sure. 
Yeah. Wow. Secret rules. To keep in mind. Okay. Okay. I... I think we're gonna... Yeah, okay. I'll keep it in mind. I'll keep it in mind. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, you all pack your things, and since you guys have already traveled down this road to Berez, and you have already traveled to the winery, we're just gonna time jump. Um, <clears throat> your travel happens swiftly as you make haste towards the Wizard of Wines. Is there anything you would like to do during that travel other than Beatrice, I'm assuming finishing up whatever you were tinkering with? Yeah, just trying to plan out new infusions. Okay. Um, Vaughn stomps on every nice flower that's like along the Aww. path. <laughs> yep, understandably so. As you guys get to about the actually the intersection in where Valakai is to the right, the road continues to the left and up straight you see Lake Baratok on a sign that's on the corner. Esmeralda comes up to each of you and says, I'm going to look for uh, my mentor. So, I think the last place that you had seen him was here, so I'm going to go there. I will meet each of you back at the winery in uh, a week, I'd say. Probably. That sounds, sounds good. Yeah. Great. And without another word, just leaves. Be safe. If you find him... Flips you off on the way out. <laughs> yeah, I saw that coming. Ugh. Alright. <clears throat> Shall we? Continuing continue. forward, <laughs> you finally, after five days of travel and on the... Or no, six, six days of travel and on that sixth day, the nighttime, you finally arrive in the winery. Um... Dag and Stephanie have been relatively silent, but joining in conversation here and there, as well as Adrian. But let's move you all to the winery uh, instead of here. Beatrice is the only thing is that Beatrice, like who sometimes very rarely would have struck up a conversation, doesn't talk to anyone for most of the trip. Never. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. The rain starts to sit in throughout this entire travel as you come now to the winery. You see rows and rows of dead vines of grapes, yet some of them you begin to see green sprouts coming from the ground. As you come into view of this winery, a... Few people uh, looking very strikingly similar to Stephania and Adrian come out of the winery to greet each of you. Uh, one of them standing back, Arxis, you recognize this old hunched over man holding onto a cane to be Davian. As you all approach, Adrian holds onto Erwin and Danica. The kids come, a few kids come rushing out clutching onto Stephanie and Dag, their three children that they had, and they come down hugging them and say, these people, they saved us. 
you are greeted here and I believe Beatrice you still have the gr- no Adrian has the green gem I That's gave right. it to Adrian Adrian takes out the green gem and you see Elvir which I believe Katya would be the only one oh no you guys had met Elvir when you guys were mm. heading back yeah. over Elvir takes the gem and is just dumbfounded this is great. I will, I will plant it immediately. There, there is something that I need to talk to each of you about as well. Uh, it's regarding Sorsha. Um, but, um, just, yeah. And then he turns around and just rushes out towards the fields. You are all ushered into the winery where Arxis, uh, Davian looks to you. Uh, Beatrice, you wanted to do something? you have anyone? It's just been a very long journey. Adrian looks at you and says, do we have any wine? And just brings you inside and start. You see these large casks of wine and barrels that are set and seems to be ready to be shipped out on the carts that they have just outside. You are definitely welcomed with as much wine as you are wanting. Oh, um, God. Vaughn? Um, Oh. How tall are these ceilings? Ceilings are... Uh, I mean, in the main vat area, they're, like, pretty pretty tall, like mm-hmm. 15 feet. Uh, Regular-wise, probably around, like, 7, 8 mm. feet. Okay. Yeah. Well, 7 or 8 is very, very different for me. Yeah. Uh, 7, I mean, Vaughn, I'd say. Vaughn does not step inside of the house. Sure. One is kind of like, especially after seeing children, staying very far back. The children definitely stare. uh, And some of the adults do as well. The ones that have not yet met you. Um, But Adrian is like, these are all friends. I know that you haven't met each of them, but they put their lives on the line to save us. So you must show them respect. And each of them kind of like, okay, got it. A bit of an understanding, but... Vaughn, you still notice people staring. Would you like to come inside? Mm-hmm. I step inside. Would you like to be a bit smaller to be comfortable? I will never be comfortable. All right. Thank you for the offer. Well, have that anyway, and I gesture to a chair, and I'll pass enlarge on a chair. Cool. It becomes very big. And I don't say anything else. Okay. Um, Arxis is going to be the last to step inside, and um, before he does, he's going to mentally call out to John, because he loved John here with Aurora. Right, yes. Aurora and John. Uh, John is currently just kind of walking around the winery, just keeping watch kind of thing. Uh, Aurora is already in the winery. She seems to have been helping around cleaning and keeping books while Stephania was away, uh, helping out as much as she could. But as you enter, finally, you can see her seeing the commotion of everybody entering. She's kind of sifting through and looking, and you and Leyland come into her sight and she just rushes over grabbing Leyland first and then looking to you and says how did it go? Uh, it's about as good as you'd expect fighting in, and be- insanely and, like, powerful. like interrupting you 
She looks at your forehead and says, moves Layla. What is that? And she starts poking at the horns that are on but your forehead and moves his head back. Um, I'll just talk to you later about it. Okay. Um, it's good right. to see you. Is everything, everything was okay here? Uh, everything was fine. Um, Sorsha left and, um, uh, Elvir, Elvir came back without her, but said something about waiting for you, that he would show you the way. I don't know. Uh, everything was fine. Everything was fine. Right. I, it sounded ominous at the time. I just, I thought that would let you know. Other than that, I've just been helping around. It's, it reminded it's me of Kresk. It's yeah, good it's, to see. Uh, it's, uh, oh, I wish we could go back to those days. <laughs> hey, good. You've been eating? I have. They... They've been taking good care of me. And, um, Ax is just, he, he puts his hand on her, her on Ax's shoulder and pulls her in for a hug. And, um, whether she needs it or not, he pumps five, five hit points of laying hands into Yeah, sure. Her. It's like a, like a warm hug. Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem like she needs any healing or anything like that, but yeah. she takes it and she embraces you right back. I gotta go talk to an old man about it. Stuff. Sure, I'll. Leyland, uh, what happened with you? And kind of fades as you begin approaching to Davian. He just kind of stands there, as stoic as you can, with a crooked back and holding a cane. Just looks at you. Is it me or you got senile, old man? <laughs> <laughs> what was your name again? <laughs> Arxis. Of course. course. Yes. It is good to see that you are still alive. Of course I remember you. Barely. Barely alive, but, you know, barely is enough. Well, that is how a Barovia works. We are all just barely alive here. Um, you know, as, as I've gotten older in age, I've learned that, uh, I'd like to get it straight to the point. So I assume it's the same with you. So I'll do so. And forgive me if I'm overstepping, but I hear of another one of those uh, things floating around. Something happened with your family. And you see him kind of looking towards Adrian. What do you mean? Talking Don't blame about... me, son. Sometimes it's hard not to tell me the truth. <laughs> he was the one on watch. Did Adrian tell you that? No. Orwin was the one that was supposed to be looking. <sighs> oh well. What about it? If someone as powerful as Bubba Saka out our hands on it be pretty bad if someone else even more powerful they did 
It has crossed my mind. If I see it out there, I'll bring it back to you. I appreciate that. And if I may impose on you just a little bit more, if you could, if my wife could stay here for a little while longer. As long as she does work, she's welcome. Oh, she's, um, she knows that. She's doing really well here. She has been helping in Stephanie's absence. And... She's a good fit. Good. Good. Glad to hear it. You look good. Uh, you do sit-ups or something every day? No, I am too old for that shit. <laughs> he grabs All a right. cup of wine. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yes, I appreciate your help. And Arch just walks away. And he kind of... around that time. Go ahead. Uh, he just kind of has this look on his face that's kind of sullen. But then he smiles and just says to himself, it's probably for the best. Yeah. And he goes to sit down with everyone else. All right. And around this time, Elvier kind of slams into everything. <sighs> okay. So, uh, the thing I was going to tell each of you. <sighs> One second. You take him out. You need. You need, you need some okay. drink. I'm okay. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. Just sprinted all the way. Whew. Okay. Sorsha translated that note for me, and it described exactly where to go. She showed me what it was. It's this giant tree that's just southwest of here. Uh, I can. I can bring you there. Uh, that's what I assumed I would be doing. Um, if you're wanting to get grouped with Sorsha, of course. For those of us who are a little bit newer to this whole happy pot, what note are we talking about? Oh, uh, yes, this one. And he pulls out a note that is written in another language that you have never seen before. Um, it's druidic. And then on he flips it over uh, here. And you can see in common written directions as to which roads to travel, how to navigate through the forest, and a giant tree, an elder tree. This, sorry, um, this is the note that Sosha's mom had written, and then Sosha had gotten, and she knew that she had to go to Moonshade, which is the village, and that's why she had to leave you guys to go and do... Anyways, all of that to say, I know where she is, and I can take you to her. I assume that is where you're going next. Oh, oh, so I'll just like throw my hands <laughs> to the rest of the group. Uh, oh, like, what's the significance of this tree again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, the elder tree, uh, actually, I would say. I don't, I mean, this is a, huh. 
if you yeah, want to know. see if you can I don't think that you would know about this yeah Marxist. um Beatrice maybe go ahead and do like a history check I'd say Beatrice is drunk Vaughn go ahead uh a history check is what you want yeah oh I'm not good at history can it be arcana I can do it at or disadvantage nature? no because history is more of just like a this is what you know. Even if you're drunk now, you would know it later kind of thing. So go ahead and just do it with a regular. Um, and then, sorry, mm. what did you say, Becca? Can I do nature instead? <sighs> or do you just want history? No, I would say history. It makes the most sense okay. of if you can Perfect. remember a certain thing. Um, oh, Nat I 20. accidentally did it to GM. Natural 20. Noise. Okay. Noise. Elder Tree. Vaughn, even with a 20 um, for Beatrice, I would say that you probably haven't heard of it. Because this is this is a very difficult thing. And the only reason why Vaughn you would know anything is because you got a natural 20. Um, <clears throat> you have heard of something similar uh, to an elder tree. Uh, one, you know of the Gothias tree, which is a giant tree yeah. that sits out atop Yester Hill. They used to call it at least... Your Babala Saga called it the Elder Tree. Um, mm-hmm. So it's something along those lines of Elder Tree, but obviously it's not that one since it's in a different place called Moonshade, not Yester Hill. So you know that it, it's probably something of similar size as the Gothias tree. Mm. But. That's about it. That's about it. I would say. You don't know where it is or what exactly the properties are or anything like that, because mm-hmm. this is a very secluded village. <laughs> but you do know that it's probably something similar to the Gothias tree. Uh mm. As like he Gothia's comes out, says, uh, is, yes, uh, Elder Tree. And anyways, what I was going to say is I can guide you there. I followed Sorsha to the village and I came back just so that I could make sure that you would be able to come and help her. And it took a lot to do that because I really wanted to stay just so that I could help. But she told me that I couldn't. So here we are. All right, so let's let's get on the road then. Uh, I guess we'll take. Fantastic. How do you all feel about that? that? Do you want to take a rest first, or do you want to? Leyland says, "I, I think I'm going to actually help uh, stay here with mom." Um, okay. There's a few things that I want to get figured out. Yeah. Okay. Kind of looks over to Beatrice really briefly. I swirl my glass. Um, but I'll be, I'll be checking in. I can check in with you guys. Well, if you're going to stay, then I guess I'll take John with me this time. Sure. Yeah. So we're leaving tomorrow morning. Okay. Sounds like a, yeah, sounds like a good plan to me. I will pack my bags then. And he begins running up out of the main entryway of this winery. Is that her boyfriend? I think. Katya says yes. And 
that's her boyfriend. Well, he's very quaint. He's a good guy. Someone that... Obviously. He's good. Well, well, and I like grab the rest <laughs> of the wine bottle and like stand from the table. Cool. That you kind of you hit the table and it makes a <laughs> as you stand up a little bit. Bye. Can we get another bottle over? I didn't have any yet. Uh, Adrian, yes, of course. Um, um this blood yes. is very thin. Uh, it's it's not it's not blood. Um, it's wine. You've never had wine before? I've had blood. Okay. Um, like do you like the wine? Blood? Mm, similar, but not the same. It, it tastes like rotten berries. That's, yeah. Which are, which is a flavor I do like. It is a fantastic. I will get more. It is a good flavor profile. He goes and okay. grabs a few more bottles, brings them over. And you guys get as I drink it like juice, like yes. I don't know, because I don't know it's alcoholic and no yep. one has told me this. Well, Vaughn, Vaughn needs quite a lot to get any sort of feeling because Vaughn is very big. So they are just drinking whatever. But they're, they're seven foot nine, but they're 110 very pounds. True. Are they? No, really? Yeah. Oh are, my God. They are skin okay. and bone. I take uh. all of that back. You drink it like juice and you get plastered. Everybody just uh, <laughs> drinks whatever Bond they just want. starts crying immediately. <laughs> uh, Everyone's a mess. Um, like, uh, like what's uh, what's the movie where it has uh, Keanu Reeves and he has the, the headphones on where it's like he's eating venison while listening to the deer during the hunt or whatever. And then he's like, he eats it. <laughs> and he's just like breaks into crying out of nowhere. Oh, what it's so movie fun. is that? I we don't remember, it. but it's a hilarious it. gif. I, it's yeah, so funny. Use he it just, all the time. <laughs> so good. It's so good. Anyways, um, Alex says know, I did the bad job. Uh, Aurora, um, I just keep <laughs> drinking it. Someone who's better at like healing. Oh gosh, no, uh, you're you're just patting their back. There, yep. there. All the children, Everything all the children okay. are scared of me and they hate me and I don't, but I'm going to lie in the dirt. I mean, if it helps, like, like a lot of people tend to be scared of me too. So like, you but know. you're cool, but you're what cool, you? scary. You know, you, no. look at, you got that, that thing yep. that you do with mm-hmm. your fingers when you pull them off, like, whoa, <laughs> Never seen that before. <laughs> Start so crying. Starts crying even more. You're one of a kind. Oh my oh god, I love this. Yeah, no. I, so take that. With that, the night comes to a close with whatever sorts of crying and and mischievous <laughs> mischievous acts that happen. Uh, checking in with Beatrice. Are you just going straight to bed? Uh, Beatrice does the room up. She's got a bunch of, like, scented rocks around with her, like, magic tinkering. And, yeah, she's, like, being a piece of shit. Cool. All right. Well, the night goes on uneventful-ish. I do sleep in the dirt. 
I've never slept in a bed, so I I, I assume I sleep in the dirt. John, John. Katya would go you with. You can lay on John. I think, I think that's within Katya's <laughs> sphere of something she would do. She would go with you, and she would just... Lay, lay in the dirt? I don't think she would lay in the dirt, but she would be just nearby, sitting on maybe, like, the porch of the, the winery as you just lay in the dirt. <laughs> uh, John... Even I, I don't think he needs to sleep because <laughs> he's technically a sure. infernal creature. But, yeah. <laughs> but this uh, sure. this horse <laughs> comes and he lays down and you can like lay on him if you yeah. wish, as a pillow. I let the horse use me as a pillow. Nice. So the last the night, thing go ahead. Beatrice does is she'll like in like a moment of like after like being wild for a minute. She's just gonna like cast lesser restoration on herself and just like come straight down. Oh wow! Yeah, knocking that, st- just becoming completely sober in moment. She dis she disenchants everything and like lays down. Just okay. The night goes on uneventful. You all awaken, and you all begin your travel. Is there any goodbyes that you would like? I imagine that. Arxis would want to say some sort of goodbyes. Um, so, I'll first. I'll first, I'll say goodbye to Leyland, and I'll, I'll go up to her and I say, uh, "Take take good care of your mom." And I know that you will, but I, I just can't help but say it. You know, I get it. And Dad, try not to kill any of our party members. If if you can do that, just. I don't know. What there's something you? there's something going on here and I'm just 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 at that keep... he kinda he kinda ices up in a sense. Mm-hmm. And he just looks at her and he Yeah. Okay. Right. That was weird. And she just turns and walks as Aurora comes up and says, what? What was that about? Uh, just, yeah, Leyland, um, sometimes she says things that before she thinks about it, so. Got it. Well, um, be safe. And just don't die. Before I go. There's about about this, right? I made a deal with someone. Okay. In all honesty, I don't I don't know what's gonna happen. I mean, I have some idea, but it may be a lie. <laughs> it may not be. And just in case I don't see you anytime soon, if I come back different, if I'm not me, or at least this me, I just want you to know that 
So for you too. Okay. This is this is scaring me. Art. Are you okay? Honestly, it, it scares me too. First time in years, I'm terrified, but it's it's worth it if I can keep you two safe. Speak for yourself. Whatever this is, I don't. I don't want you sacrificing yourself for me. I can take care of myself. You. Whatever this is, you need to get to the bottom of it. It's. You don't know what it was like after so many years of trying to cope with the fact that I killed everyone that I ever knew before. And then the same person made me do that. One of the best things that have happened to me. I understand that what I'm doing may be foolish and maybe for not. Everything that comes from it may be nothing but pure badness, but if there's any sliver chance that I can stop that from happening again, I'll take any deal from anybody as long as you live and he dies. She grabs your hand. Fine. But you are doing it for you. I don't want any part of it. She releases your hand. Don't die. Not if I can help that. Forged in fire. And he turns around. And he pats John on the on the head. Yeah, come on, buddy. So, before you leave the winery, is there anything else you would all like to do? Going once, going twice, gone. Okay. So, <clears throat> you all begin your journey towards. Whatever unknown tribe lies ahead, a mysterious elder tree, Elvir leading the way. And that is where we're going to end tonight's session. Hopefully, hopefully, maybe next session, Devin will be back. We'll see. We'll see how far we get. I'm hoping. But regardless, (laughs) 
Thank you all for joining us for tonight. It was an incredible game. That was a lot of fun. Lots of ups and downs. Break up city, apparently. (laughs) Yeah, I got heated there quite a few times. Uh, But almost started crying just now. Yeah. yeah, There were a few times I think all of us were right around. Who, who, who would, oh, who would cry during during D and D? That's like, so. Dude, what is that? Oh my God! Why would anyone do that? Arx is, is like crying, and he just like looks. He's like, I don't know what that is. That's yeah, that's weird. right. <laughs> I'm bleeding. Why am I leaking? What is that? So <laughs> my overhydrated. If you all liked this session, if you like our content, please consider subscribing um, on Twitch on youtube on anything uh if you're listening to the recording uh on podcast consider giving us a review five stars of course to make vaughn feel better after beatrice <laughs> broke their heart ripped it into a million pieces how dare she how dare she no it was good it was great i'm a dm great. and i torture players on a daily not so intentionally but like i never felt so, so guilty in a D game so good, good. fantastic good. i loved it it's so good um make sure to follow us on all our social media uh it's at yeah. talking xp um and yeah thank you all so much for joining us uh make sure to level up and we'll see you all next week with hopefully a full cast again <gasps> all right Bye, everybody. Bye.